Welcome to A Better Way Podcast with your host, Ryan Haley. Learn to excel in business God's way, where the supernatural meets the practical. Experience a better way to succeed and learn from real-life business owners and entrepreneurs who have prospered in unconventional ways. Be inspired by their true stories and realize that prayer can become your practical source of provision when you embrace walking by faith and not human sight. And now, here's your host, Ryan Haley. Welcome to A Better Way Podcast. I'm Nathaniel Spears, not the host of the show, but uh, co-host today, and I am with Ryan Haley. Um, Of course, you know him as the host of A Better Way Podcast, but also the visionary, the founder of A Better Way Podcast. And it is my absolute pleasure today to be interviewing Ryan on his very own podcast. Thanks again, Nathaniel. I know we've done this uh, a number of times, and uh, it's always a great conversation with you. Well, absolutely. And today's really special uh, in my mind and in my opinion, because uh, this is really uh, the time has come and the book that everyone who's a who's a frequent listener knows the better way uh, book is officially launching. But we kind of wanted to take uh, today out on the podcast to talk through the journey that you took really to get to this book and, and, and what the book is about and how people can get involved. Yeah, I appreciate that. As a lot of you guys know from listening, I very first started writing the book a little over a year ago in March of 2019. And the whole point of the book is basically to share God's grace, his goodness, these principles of investing and rest, and also how these incredible practical things come together. We always talk about in the podcast where the supernatural meets the practical and how that's played out in my own life. So really at the end of the day, what I am trying to communicate above all else to anybody who reads this is God's incredible goodness. Just it's mm-hmm. blown my mind over and over how good he is and how good the good news is. You know, uh, it truly is good news with no bad news mixed in it. So that is the, the purpose of the book And uh, I think I know when we were talking to Nathaniel a while ago, I was really trying to figure out the way to structure this, come up with an outline and, you know, all the different talking points and the organization. And I started doing that back in March of last year. And I was on a retreat while I was writing this and I was kind of getting frustrated. And I felt like God just said, just stop, just tell your story. That's all you need to do. Tell your story. And trust me to fill in the blanks, the verses, the scriptures, the illustrations, the points, all that stuff. And that was pretty cool to me because then uh, I think that same day I read something that really stuck out to me. It was from Mark 434. Mm -hmm. And the way the message version says it, it says that Jesus was never without a story or a parable when he spoke. Mm -hmm. And that was really interesting to me. And I've even heard that people will say that on functional MRIs, various parts of the brain light up in different circumstances. But when people are telling a story, the listener's brain lights up everywhere and totally drawn in. So I don't know if that's true or not, but I have heard that. And supposedly it's science. And I just know the power of the story in my life and from having told it to other people. So that's kind of the big picture. Well, absolutely. I mean, parables are very, very powerful. Jesus talked about that with his disciples and his disciples are asking, why do you speak in parables? And, and Jesus said, well, because it, it's not been going, uh, it hasn't been given to everyone to know the mysteries. And so parables help them to get to the place where they can 
be given uh, the knowledge to know the mysteries. But I want to go back to something you said. It was really, really interesting. You said that about a year ago you started this process, but uh, you were kind of almost, and and this is at least how I heard it in my spirit as you were saying it, but almost you were trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to put this book together? How am I going to structure it? And it was almost getting to the point of toil, and you got to the point where God told you, hey, hold on, rest. Just tell <laughs> your story. That's all you got to do. Yes. Great observation, Nathaniel. That is so insightful because as you know, and other people that live with me and and know me throughout this process, the biggest thing that I want to be doing in my own life and in this ministry is not just talking about rest, not just talking about grace, but living it out first and foremost in my own life and being a channel of overflow that when I'm living that way, if I'm benefiting from it, if I'm living it out and seeing results, then sharing it with other people, teaching, coaching, discipling, whatever you want to call it, that will take care of itself. And numerous times God has had to stop me when I was getting into the exact opposite of the very subject matter I was talking about, you know, getting into toil, getting into stress and performance and anxiety and all this stuff. And uh, there was even another time uh, a couple years ago when you were first helping me get this off the ground, I was about to go out to a conference in California and I needed to finish up the website. And there were these three main things on the homepage of the website I needed to finish up before I went out there. And I just was racking my brain trying to think of the right way to fit it and word it and all that. And the same thing, God just said, Ryan, stop. Like, what is a better way all about? Rest, grace, you know, effortless flow. And uh, what are you getting into? Striving, effort, performance, all that stuff. Do you think that I care more about you finishing this website in a certain time frame, or more that you're living this out in your own life and heart first? And so I just stopped and like totally let go of that. Took a couple hours, just going back to the main point, the why of a better way, the main reason. And sure enough, wouldn't you know it? Within an hour or two, like those three little points just almost wrote themselves as I came back to that main message. And that's what I did again, uh, last March when I was writing this book, because I was getting really frustrated with how to, you know, start with the the chronology, the timeline, all the stuff. And so you just nailed it on the head. That was, that was a big thing. It's just like, remember, first and foremost, I am my primary audience member. If I'm not, you know, benefiting from this, then nobody else will. But if I am, then everybody else will. No, that's really good. And if there's one thing that lights my fire, it's, it's seeing around the body of Christ today, when we have groups of people that, that are claiming to walk the walk and talk the talk, but that's all they're doing is, is they're just talking the talk. They're not actually walking it out and they're not living it. And uh, I, I see that with a better way in general, the entire thought process and philosophy is no, if, if we are believers and we claim to believe this and no matter what aspect of life it's in, whether it's in the church building or outside of the church building, whether it's in the office or outside of the office, whether it's at home with family, with friends, we walk the walk and talk the talk. And that's, what it's all about. But I know uh, in this whole process, the revelation of grace has been so pivotal to you. It's been so foundational to you. So how did this whole idea of, of grace come into play uh, in, during the book, in, in the process of writing the book, and in the content of the book itself? So I think uh, it starts back in about 2015 when I first read a book by Joseph Prince called um, Destined to Rain. Mm. And that was a very eye-opening and life-changing paradigm shift for me because he's such a great teacher and he really, you know, has this revelation down. So that was pretty life-changing. And then I saw over an, 
you know, even before I read that book, I had experienced what he was talking about in my own life and my business as a realtor in these different situations. And I saw how true it was. And so that was kind of the starting point. And then as we've talked about on previous podcast episodes and many other interviews on other people's show that people can go back and listen to, I talk about all the, you know, different things in my life where I've seen that, but that was really the point of writing the book is to use just like in the podcast, I make it a point to have this be a dialogue driven testimonial based uh, platform because there's a place for just teaching, you know, like one person speaking to a crowd. But again, I think it's more engaging when people hear stories, when people hear conversations and most importantly, that this stuff isn't just pie in the sky and sweet by and by. This isn't just theology or, you know, theory or head knowledge that we actually see that, it's, you know, at some point this should actually make a positive impact in our lives. And that's what I wanted to show is the positive impact in my life and other people's lives in the way these things play out. And so that's what I really wanted to emphasize. And so it sounds, it's kind of weird, you know, being 39 years old, kind of writing almost like a memoir of types. But it was just, again, I'm following the leading of the Holy Spirit, but I know that I get fired up when I see other people that, because I can know a scriptural principle and it can be really, really great. But when I see that somebody's actually got the goods to back it up, you know, the fruit, the, the proofs in the pudding, you know, as they say, I see that, that practical and supernatural interaction. It makes me so much more excited to put it to work and to really dig in to get the revelation that that person got because God's no respecter of persons, what he did for them, he'll do for me and everybody else too. So that's why I make this very story driven and testimonial based. And again, I want to share good news. And this is something I want to bring up, especially at the time that we're in right now with coronavirus and so much fear and uncertainty. Uh, I, as you guys know, probably from listening to the show, I have been really intentional and led by the Holy spirit to focus on good news in the midst of so much bad news and hope and inspiration and encouragement while so many people um, are dealing with fear and uncertainty. And so I certainly didn't plan for the timing of this book launch to be when it is right now coming out, but I actually see God's hand even in that because this is a time when people need more than ever a positive perspective, good news, hope and encouragement. And at the same time, it's interesting on a practical level because so many people are whether they want to or not, they're forced to be at home kind of in this uh, place of rest. And it's a place for people to have the time and the willingness to dig into something really, you know, uh, potentially, and I'm hoping and believing very insightful and beneficial. And at the same time, apply those principles I talk about in the book of investing in rest. And I know personally, I've been scouring the internet and asking friends and family, do you have any good books to read? Do you have any good, you know, movies or shows or anything, you know, positive and productive I can be focusing on. So I, I really see, even though God clearly didn't send the coronavirus, you know, he's using what the enemy meant for evil for good. And I think it's actually, you know, it just makes sense to me in God's totally backwards way of doing things that this would be the way that the book would be launched. Absolutely. Well, no, he turns all things together for good for to those who love him and called according to his purpose. And I can see God's calling all over this book. But talk about calling. I mean, uh, one thing is people might start to feel the nudge at this point. Oh, my gosh, this book is incredible. This book speaks exactly to what the world needs today. How can I get involved with that? So how can people get involved? I know that you've had uh, and many of the listeners probably know that you've had an ongoing campaign. Um, but I know there's some good news that has occurred with that campaign. Uh, but also that there's still a ways to get involved with that. So tell the people about how they can get involved. 
Yeah. So I want to thank you, Nathaniel, for being part of this. I've got a couple people on my book launch team, which is basically just sending out a couple emails and possibly even some social media posts over the next uh, several days as the book gets ready to launch and on the actual day of launch. So basically, uh, it's just going to be I'm going to be sending out an email on Wednesday, the day before the book launch, letting people know about it. And then I'll be sending the next couple emails uh, at 10 a.m. Mountain Time on the book launch Thursday, and then another one an hour later. So I would have the template all ready to go for you, just like I have done with you and some other people. And you just have to... Um, you know, send it out to your friends and family members and spread the word. And uh, there's certainly no obligation, but it would just help because we're trying to get this Amazon bestseller status. And that is actually a huge way to help that with the specifically on the day of the launch, getting as many copies as we can sold. And we're doing that special 99 cent Kindle price. So hopefully that uh, will be a very easy price point for people and it can make a huge difference. So, you know, if, uh, if people are interested in that, then they can just email me at Ryan at God's Or if you have my information, my phone number, whatever you can, you know, get in touch with me, however you want, but that would be hugely beneficial and relatively minimal time and effort for anybody involved with that. Absolutely. Guys, this is a message for the body of Christ today in the world today. People are looking for a better way and the church is looking for a better way in business and in life. And so it doesn't take much. Uh, please contact Ryan, Ryan at godsbetterway.com. He'll send you the email templates, super easy to do. I'm doing it. Uh, and you can send it out to your friends and family. And the biggest way you can uh, support is making sure uh, that you buy the 99 cent Kindle edition. So it's a limited time price. Again, that's Thursday, April 23rd at 9 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Mountain Time. Uh, it, you can go on. That's the day it goes live. Buy the 99 cent Kindle edition. And it doesn't take much to become an Amazon bestseller. But once you have that ranking, uh, it secures your place in the Amazon store and helps this book to go further uh, and deeper with the gospel. Um, a, a couple of other questions I've got for you, Ryan, about the book. I wanted to make sure that everyone heard uh, that, but I have a couple of questions specifically about the book. And I love this, by the way. On the back, there's bullet points that just, I think, speak to the incredible uh, depth of this book. The first one says, have less, re uh, less stress, but more success in your business and personal life. Uh, second, embrace the liberating cessation of self-effort. Yep, that's right. It's like you, you were saying, us almost self-effort in writing this book. Nope. You're going to liberate that and just stop your self-effort and focus on uh, the ease and simplicity of hearing the voice of God. And then the third one, transfer your focus and burdens from yourself to Jesus with much better results. That's so true. But this is the one I wanted to ask you about. Benefit from God's grace and rest in bottom line, measurable ways. What do you mean by bottom line, measurable ways? So as we talk about in the podcast a lot, I always believe that it starts with a spiritual revelation, but if it's truly from God, if it truly is revelation from the Holy Spirit, it will always manifest in practical ways. And so we saw that with Jesus. He many times led with practical benefits to people, whether it was physical healing, casting out demons, multiplying food, meeting a practical need. And a better way is largely in the context of business and investing in entrepreneurship. So I have seen over and again through your story, Nathaniel, and so many others that I've interviewed, as well as my own life, how these things that don't seem to make any sense in the natural world on a practical level end up being so much better than we could have possibly engineered ourselves. And I'll share our very recent testimony from my own life on that. 
Uh, as many of you guys know from previous episodes, I bought an investment property a couple years ago and I wasn't planning on selling it, but about six months ago, my realtor looked at some comps in the market and we saw it's actually a really good time to sell. And then we had four offers that all looked really solid fall through. And it was really frustrating, but I was just trusting God like, okay, I've seen you work things out so many times before. It doesn't even make any sense. And so sure enough, in those four months that elapsed when those deals had been falling through, I got the best cash flow and income that I really needed at the time than I'd ever had in the history of the property. And then, I mean, of course, nobody could have known this at the time. I ended up selling it two weeks before the markets completely melted down from coronavirus. And I didn't plan that. I didn't have that, you know, in my head at all. But God was already making, you know, provision before the need was even recognized. And at the same time, I had this revelation yesterday. It was a lower price point than some of the other ones. But I'm really glad because when God's doing something, it's not just about us. It's about the other person too. And I felt really bad for the seller that all this, you know, craziness had happened right after he bought this property, which he paid cash for as well. And I... It, it came into my mind that I got a great price as a seller. He got a good price as a buyer. And thank God he did because I wouldn't feel good if he had overpaid, even if I made a huge profit, especially with all the difficulties and possibly having tenants that couldn't pay rent. It made sense to me that, you know, thank God this guy got a good deal and it was a win-win and I'm praying and I don't know whether or not his tenants are paying rent, but I'm just praying for his benefit, their benefit, for everybody's benefit in this whole thing. And you know, previously when I bought the property with all cash, which seemed crazy at the time, and it didn't even make sense to my analytical financial brain over and over again, we see God's way is better. Even if it doesn't make sense, especially when it doesn't make sense, it's usually got an even better testimony. So the returns I got were just incredible for such a short amount of time on an all cash basis. And then the way that timing worked out, you know, two weeks before everything went south. And I mean, I just have so many things I talk about in the book and in the podcast where over and over doing things God's better way actually has practical bottom line, measurable results that we can point to. And the idea being that even people that may not be interested in a relationship with God or spirituality of any kind, all they care about is bottom line results and numbers. And the idea is that we have such compelling testimonies and data driven accounts that they ask us and like, where are you getting these numbers? How are you achieving this? What did you, what was your strategy for this? And then we get to blow their minds with not only the incredible results that drew them in, but the even more incredible way in which it happened yeah. that totally all points back to God that we can't take any credit for. And that's what I think is going to draw people like moths to a flame. So that's what I am alluding to when I talk about that bullet on the book. Exactly. That's really good. I just was thinking about the example of uh, in the book of Daniel the, 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 the three, uh, you know, Jews that were in the land of Babylon, they had measurably better results yes. than Babylon, right? They were 10 times better. That's a measurable result, 10 times better than the best in Babylon. And that opened up doors to them. And talk about opening up doors, you know, God will truly do exceedingly abundantly above. I was just looking through the first couple of pages here. We've got JB, James Brown, leaving a, 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 a quote about the book, Rick Marshall, uh, Shea Bynes, Billy Epperhart, Mark Appleyard. I mean, these are some, oh, Pat, Jerome Fernandez. I mean, you've got some, some really well-known names here, uh, James Kramer, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and of course the foreword being written by Tony Dungy. Tell us about how some of that happened. I mean, man, this is awesome. Yeah. That's another part of this amazing, you know, the results and the things that happen when we follow God's better way. 
And Tony Dungy was a total divine appointment. I was a volunteer driver at Karis Bible College for um, a couple of years and still am occasionally. Just saw him and James Brown last month, actually. And so I, I drove Tony Dungy, which was incredible to meet, you know, a Super Bowl winning NFL coach and be able to talk to him personally. And then when I met James Brown, who is really close with Tony, he put me in touch and was able to get me to do a podcast interview with Tony because he had one of those talk about, you know, where the supernatural meets the practical and bottom line results. His first book launch was an incredible testimony of doing things the exact opposite of the world's way, according to all the worldly experts, just like it didn't make sense for Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego to do things differently than the Babylonians were doing it. And yet they clearly got much better results. So Tony Dungy had this incredible story of selling his book, you know, and breaking all these records and totally defying the odds, just as he did in his NFL career. And it all comes back to following God's way. And so when I heard that, and I saw, I, you know, in addition to his NFL career, even more, what stood out to me was that incredible uh, testimony of his first book release. So we connected through the podcast and I saw him and James Brown a couple more times over the last couple of years. And just prayed about it and thought, you know, if he would be open to this and I talked to James about it and he said, you know, he, I think you should ask Tony Dungy. I think he'd be open to doing that. So I did and timing worked out just perfectly. He wasn't sure if he was going to have time to write the forward before we had to go to um, layout for the publishing. And it turned out just perfectly. He wrote an absolutely beautiful, well-worded forward, very thoughtful and considerate, just totally exemplary of his, amazing character and integrity and excellence in everything he does. And so I think we are kindred spirits in that we both had a desire to win and excel and achieve things, but to do it totally different from the world's way. And that's something I want to talk about real quick. When I talk about God's grace, as I, as I talk about in the book, a lot of people think grace is just synonymous with mercy, which is not getting the bad things you deserve, getting leniency. And that is absolutely part of grace. I believe that 100%. And then there's another part of grace that a lot of people know about, which is unmerited favor. And that's getting good things you don't deserve. And I would use the example of connecting with people like Tony Dungy and James Brown, among so many others, as a good example for my own life in getting that kind of unmerited favor. But the thing that I think a lot of people overlook is that grace is also divine empowerment to live a godly life of excellence, integrity that speaks volumes, just like Daniel and the rest of his friends in Babylon. They, the Babylonians were drawn to him because they saw, first and foremost, the incredible results they got in every measure of their life. And that's what I'm trying to demonstrate is that not only do we have less stress because we're not striving and performing out of our own self-effort and everything doesn't depend on us, but we have more rest because we can just relax and let God take care of it and trust that he's going to move through us. And then we get greater success because we've done it his way. And because that divine empowerment from his grace comes through us. And there's a great verse from the apostle Paul. I believe it's Romans 15, 10, where he says, I worked or labored more abundantly than all the other possible, the apostles, yet not I, but the grace of God which worked through me. And I love the way the message version puts it, which is it was God giving me the work to do and God doing it through me, God giving me the energy and the work to do it. And that's the thing is that we don't have to sacrifice excellence and results for peace, rest, integrity, and staying out of anxiety. And I used to think those things were mutually exclusive. And that's the thing that's so amazing to me from a business perspective, 
you know, efficiency is doing less, uh, either having less inputs and greater output or having greater output with the same inputs. But when you get both, when you do less with more, which people talk about a lot, you know, that's kind of a cliche, but it truly is God's, God's given us this just amazing divine energy and empowerment to be able to do much less to stress out and work less, um, hours or maybe he makes us uh, work with more hours, but it doesn't feel like work because we're in our sweet spot. We're doing what he's designed us to do in a way that we love and do best. So however you slice it, it's just amazing to me, the energy and the excellence and the results that working under God's grace gives us and as well as the mercy and the divine favor. So uh, certainly coach Dungy is, is a great role model of that in his coaching career, as well as in his publishing career. And that's how we connected and, um, you know, just taking those simple, small steps of obedience just opens yeah. up worlds you couldn't even imagine. No, it's so true. I mean, I'm just thinking about what you're saying. And I think, I think this COVID-19 uh, thing proves to us that we can do the same, if not a whole lot more with a lot less. I mean, I, I know that in my world, uh, working for NGO Mark Ministries, I saw how we were literally able to overnight transition our close to 700 staff offsite working from home and uh, pivot and have some of the most uh, highest call, well, the highest call volume of all time come into our organization uh, and quickly pivot so that all of our, you know, hundreds of phone ministers would go from working in the office, uh, answering physical phones to answering, uh, you know, phones from their home via the computer. I mean, that's an example of doing a lot less, like literally having not as many employees working, all of them working from home, but still having uh, accomplishing more. And I think that it goes across the board. A lot of us have experienced that during this time where we've had to pivot, we've had to work from home. We've had to do more with less, but we're still doing it. And, um, but yeah, that's, that's really the, the essence of the gospel is taking your burdens, taking your yoke. Jesus said, you know, take my burden, which is easy and my, my yoke, which is light and cast your cares upon me for I care for you. And that's at the end of the day, what we're all called to do as Christians, our labor is to enter into his rest. You say mm. it all the time. I say it all mm-hmm. the time, but that is, that is the gospel. It's the great news that, that yes, Jesus came to the earth and died on the cross. But the reason he died on the cross was yes, for our salvation, but salvation is a package. Part of that package includes shalom, peace, right? Mm-hmm. And peace includes that rest. So that's all uh, wrapped into the gospel. Yeah. So the thing is when we experience that for ourselves, I just put a blog article, a blog article yesterday out about this. When we experience God's incredible goodness through our own lives and we have that history with him and we have those testimonies and we know deep in our hearts that it's true because we've experienced it over and again at deeper levels, it's so much easier to share good news, to share the gospel. It's not this Christian duty or this thing I have to do to prove myself to God and be a good person. It just effortlessly flows out. And I... I had an experience a couple of days ago with somebody really close to me and they were really hurting. And we were talking early in the morning over text message. And I was able to just so effortlessly and with such confidence and conviction because I've experienced it in my own life. Again, this is where it's not enough to just have head knowledge and theory and an idea. It's got to be that personal experience, that combination of theory and theology with practical hands-on experience and testimonies because from that place I was able to so convincingly and effectively minister to this person and 
know that what I was saying was true. I wasn't just selling them a bill of goods and like, well, I know this isn't really working in my life, but I hope it works in yours because it's in the Bible. You know, it was like, and, and that was so great because they really received it and they're really excited to read the book and dig into this idea more because I don't think it had fully set in. But also it was really good for me because it brought me back to the reason I'm doing all of this, the whole purpose, as you know, and as uh, everybody who's been around me knows, this has been uh, over a year long process with a lot of work, a lot of details, a lot of long days and nights. And when I had that conversation, it was like, man, this is it. This is what it's all about right here. At the end of the day, the reason I'm doing all this is to manifest God's goodness into people's lives, sharing from my own experience and getting their testimonies, which will then catalyze more testimonies. And so it just, it gives this incredible meaning, purpose, and value to all the tasks and minutia and the little things that it's easy to lose sight of the big picture over time. And not that I was doing that, but it was just like, this is it. This is right here, the heart of what this book's all about. And as we kind of wrap up, I just want to share something that I shared with that person a couple of days ago and that I talk about in the end of the book. And it's a really, really, I think, insightful and powerful quote from A.W. Tozer, an amazing Christian author and minister from the last century. And he said that the most important thing about any person is not what they may say or do at a given time, but who in their deep heart they conceive of God to be. Mm. So how we think about God, how we conceive of him is the most important thing about us because it drives our perceptions and our paradigm of the world and how we believe, as you know, manifests in our reality. And so knowing that God is good and knowing that we have equal access to him through Jesus and the good news of the gospel is so, so important. And one other thing I'll mention, as I say in the book, is that grace is the whole package from start to finish. That is the one thing that sets Christianity apart from any other religion. And that is, I mean, once you get a revelation of grace, you've got everything you need for this life and the next. And that's ultimately what this book is about. And I, I'm just so excited to see the lives that are going to be changed, the minds and hearts, you know, the impact is going to be amazing. Guys, this is the message of a better way. God's design for less stress, more rest, and greater success. And you can be a part of this uh, over the next week. This is the launch week officially uh, starting off today. So Thursday, April 23rd is the official day of launch. Please join the launch team by emailing ryan at godsbetterway.com. He'll send you some information on how you can help promote the book during this key pivotal time. And one of the greatest ways you can help support the book is help us to reach that Amazon bestseller ranking by purchasing your 99 cent Kindle edition, again, going live on April 23rd. So set a calendar reminder for yourself that day, go on in, purchase the 99 cent Kindle edition. Also, of course, you can purchase the paperback and the hardcover as well. Um, That'll count towards it. But specifically, we're doing this 99 cent deal just for the Kindle. But be sure to tell your friends, uh, share with them. If this message has impacted your life, if you're a steady listener and you, uh, you, you just have been impacted by this message, please, this is one way you can give back is tell your friends about this brand new book launch. Maybe you buy a copy for them. You know, or call a friend, tell them to tune into the podcast, send them a link to an episode that that impacted you. These are all great ways that you can 
uh, give back to a better way. So Ryan, thank you so much for taking some time out today to explain your heart behind the book, explain exactly why God has led you to this place that he has with the book and, and for letting people know how they can get involved. Yeah. Thank you so much, Nathaniel. Thank you guys for listening. Can't wait to share the book with you and we will look forward to hearing all the amazing testimonies that result from that. Absolutely. Well, talk to you all next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of A Better Way Podcast with Ryan Haley. For more information and to discover more episodes, visit abetterwaypodcast.com or search us on iTunes, TuneIn, or any of your favorite online audio sites. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on iTunes or send us an email. Have a suggestion for who we could interview next? Let us know on our website. Finally, A Better Way is listener-sponsored. Help us to further the message of kingdom entrepreneurship by supporting us financially. You can give online on our website, abetterwaypodcast.com. Again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.